Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, the CBI did not treat me kindly on Monday. I go one and three on the card. So let's recap it real quick. I lose on Indiana State minus the five and a half. They get beat in overtime. I lose on San Jose State minus the six and a half. They get crushed by Radford. And I lose on Milwaukee plus the six against Charlotte. They lose by double digits. My lone winner on the day was Rice, plus the six and a half. They still lose a basketball game, but at least they got me the cover. So a one and three day, and the dogs in those games went three and one. And speaking of dogs here, I've been reflecting on my miserable first round of the NCAA tournament, and I think underdogs are part of the equation here. Since 1985, underdogs had gone 583, 559, and 24 against the spread. That's 51.1%. Remember the law of large numbers. I'm on better edge, so I just need to hit 50%. Anything above that's profit. So I like trends that are profitable since 1985. Since 2015, though, underdogs had stepped up their game. 122, 97, and two against the spread. That was 55.7%. And then in the last three years, coming into this year's NCAA tournament, the underdogs in the opening round, had gone 54 and 40 against the spread. That's 57.4%. This year, the underdogs went just 13 and 19 against the number, 40.6%. And guess what? Underdogs for me, I went just one and eight against the spread. Yes, it was chalky anytime I bet the dog on Thursday and Friday. So once again, wins and lessons. And my lesson that I'm going to follow here is once again, the law of large numbers. And I'm going to play historical trends. I will have no regret, no bias, no flip-flopping. I might be boring, but I can't wait already. I will be playing all of the first half unders next year. And I will be playing all the underdogs in the opening round games on Thursday and Friday next season. I've already made the decision. No handicapping, no stressing. I'm just going to do it. But now, let's get to the card for Tuesday. We have two games in the NIT, and then I'm going back to the CBI to see if I can improve my number just a tad bit. So we start in the NIT in Stillwater, Oklahoma. It's North Texas, plus the four and a half at Oklahoma State. So the mean green of North Texas finished second in Conference USA behind Florida Atlantic who's now in the Sweet 16 of the Big Dance. North Texas can play defense. 
They've held their opponents to 53 and 55 in the opening two rounds of the NIT, and they held 23 opponents this year under 60 points in a game. They ranked 29th in defensive efficiency, and they actually held that very explosive Florida Atlantic offense to 50 points in their first meeting this year. Only Iowa State scored fewer points per game in the Big 12 this season than Oklahoma State. The Cowboys are coming off an excellent shooting night, hitting 11 of 24 from beyond the arc against Eastern Washington. I'm going to bet against them duplicating that tonight against this really good North Texas D. Recipe says, grab the four and a half. I'm going to do just that. I'm on the mean green of North Texas plus the four and a half at Oklahoma State. Next up in the NIT, we got our Eugene, Oregon. We're going to play the Wisconsin Badgers plus the five at the Oregon Ducks. So let's just go ahead and lose one more time this season on Bucky the Badger. Once again, it's a no-lose situation for me. I either make money or the Badgers are eliminated. And as a Golden Gopher fan, I win either way. The Ducks have been impressive in the first two rounds, crushing UC Irvine by 26 as a five-point favorite, and then beating Central Florida by 14 as just a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Meanwhile, the Badgers crushed Bradley by 19 in the opening round, and they followed that up with a nail-biter, a four-point win over Liberty when they shot just one of 15 from beyond the arc. Wisconsin is known for tight games this season, six overtime games, one-point losses this year to Kansas and Rutgers, two-point losses against Purdue and Northwestern. You get my drift. I expect them to be in this game, so I'm going to grab the five with Bucky the Badger on the road at Oregon. Next up, we go to the CBI semifinals in Daytona Beach, Florida. Semifinal number one, I'm going to play Southern Utah, minus the three and a half over Eastern Kentucky. So if this game goes to overtime, live bet Eastern Kentucky. The Colonels beat Cleveland State in overtime on Sunday, and then they beat Indiana State in overtime on Monday. So back-to-back games playing for the third consecutive day. Meanwhile, Southern Utah won by 22 in the opening round. Then they hung on to win by two over Rice on Monday. The Thunderbirds average 82.5 points per game this season. Eastern Kentucky averages 77.4. These two teams can go up and down the floor. Southern Utah, though, has the better field goal percentage, the better free throw shooting percentage, and the better three-point shooting percentage. That's enough for me. Give me Southern Utah minus the three and a half over Eastern Kentucky. Then in your CBI semifinal number two in Daytona Beach, Florida, I'm playing Charlotte minus the three and a half over Radford. So Radford has won back-to-back games straight up as the underdog, upsetting Tarleton and now San Jose State on Monday. The Highlanders did a nice job pounding the glass against San Jose State with 14 offensive rebounds. Meanwhile, Charlotte hit the clutch three anytime they needed to with their 11-point win over Milwaukee. The 49ers went 11 of 27 from beyond the arc while never trailing in the game. Much better shooting game than their opening win over Western Carolina. Rebounding might be a little bit of a concern based on what we saw on Monday with Ranford having the season edge, but I like to fade teams looking for three consecutive straight-up upset wins. So give me the chalk. I'm going to lay the three and a half with Charlotte over Ranford. So let's recap your card for a Tuesday. In the NIT, I'm on the mean green of North Texas, plus the four and a half at Oklahoma State. In the NIT, I'm going to take the Badgers, plus the five at Oregon. In the CBI, I'm on Southern Utah, minus the three and a half over Eastern Kentucky. And also in the CBI, 
I'm on Charlotte, minus the three and a half over Radford. And then the Sweet 16 is right around the corner. I have all my games circled, and I actually really like the card. I can't wait for it. But, hey, let's enjoy the games on Tuesday. We actually get the CBI on TV. I didn't have flow on Monday, so I didn't get to watch the games. Can't wait to see how those games look here on Tuesday. But as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.